Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Everybody ready? Today is Tuesday, right? Take extra care to follow the instructions or you'll be put to sleep. And don't forget Taco Tuesdays. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott. Happy Tuesday, 97.5 and 12.80 The Zone. Welcome on in. Jake Scott with you broadcasting live from Vivint Smart Home Arena. Austin Horton across the glass from me. And safely social distancing from Casa de Monson. The one, the only, the godfather, Gordon Monson. Gordon, a happy Memorial Day to you. How are you, sir? I am doing well, Jake. I uh, hope you and yours had a uh, had a good holiday. Memorial Day is always kind of a, I mean, it's a time to yeah have a have a cookout in the backyard or whatever. But uh, of all the holidays, uh, maybe not of all of them, but it's one of the ones that is a little more has a little more oomph to it for the reasons that uh, we should be thinking about. Yeah, uh, and hopefully everybody had a chance to remember and look back on uh, lost loved ones, as well as, of course, um, people that have served this country, military veterans, and uh, yeah, it's uh, I, I like the um, well, the aura of Memorial Day, Gordon, because it is a time to you know spend with family and and enjoy, and it's the beginning of summer and uh, those sorts of things, which are which are good, but it has that kind of appreciation to it that I like. Yeah, you know, I don't know much about uh, what's the Mexican holiday where they uh, they celebrate uh, their their uh, loved ones who have passed on. Oh, the the Day of the Dead. They, they, is that what it is? All I know about is what I saw in the movie Coco, which I like. By the way, we watched that yeah. recently. That's a good movie. But I like the concept. I like the concept of celebrating those who have gone before, if that's what it really is. El Dia uh, de Muertos? Yeah. That's I mean, the one. It sounds kind of macabre, but it's really not. And, and, and I like the word you use, Jake. Uh, I like that word, remember, you know, because it's easy to forget. It's easy to forget what people have done, what people have experienced, what people have sacrificed. And sometimes we just forget about that and go on with our lives and really important uh, to stop and think about yeah. those things. So, yeah, uh, so it's a, it's a good holiday, I think. And uh, I, I think folks, with the condition the country's in right now, probably doesn't hurt to uh, stop and uh, consider those who have gone before. No doubt about it. Could not agree more. Do you have a chance to, to enjoy it? Did you do anything uh, special or fun or get outside, Gordo? How'd you mark the occasion? I uh, I went uh, I went to my father's gravesite, 
And, uh, you know, I love, uh, again, another thing is cemeteries aren't exactly uh, a, a rosy, cheery place to be, I guess, when you think of it a certain way. But when I go on, on Memorial Day and see all those flowers and all those tokens of remembrance, uh, it's it's kind of a beautiful sight. I, I, I liked it. So I did that. And then uh, the family that's here uh, got together for uh, some smoked ribs on the back deck. Sounds pretty good. It was good. It tasted fantastic. And, of course, I prepared the entire meal and then cleaned up afterward, you know, as I do. And I don't, uh, I don't believe that any more now than I did when you so-called proved it, uh, whatever well, that was, a couple of weeks ago. Well, that, the, what I just said was not true at all. <laughs> it's, it's part of the point zero zero one percent of the time when I may abandon the truth a little bit. Uh, essentially, I did nothing. Right. <laughs> but... <laughs> But I was there. Uh, uh, well, yes, you were. That's that's good. So you, how about huh? How about you? Did you uh, did you enjoy yourself? And, and uh, all of our listeners, uh, think about what what you do yesterday. Uh, yesterday, in particular, and and I'll tell you what this going through all this, it, 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 you know, the pandemic, it teaches you to appreciate the simple things. Um, mm-hmm. And so we were thinking what to do. I mean. Uh, it's tough to get out of town. We thought the, the the mountain spots might be a touch crowded, so we we settled on a picnic in the park, Gordon, and we oh, did okay. a picnic in Sugar House Park, and it was incredible. It was incredible. We just had the the best day. The sun was out. We uh, picked up a bucket of fried chicken. We packed up the cooler and we went to the park, and oh, it good. was it was amazing. I could not have enjoyed it more. Did anything bad happen? Like you tried to fly a kite and it didn't work, or we flew a kite, knocked a Sadie over, anything like that? We flew a kite and were successful for a time. (laughs) The wind was a a bit inconsistent, but yes, we did get a kite in the air. Uh, She's she's pretty into this uh, plastic tee ball set, so we uh, we uh, hit the ball around a little bit. You know, played a little over the line. The uh, game was a little advanced for her at uh, two and a half years old, but you know we had a we had a good time. And I got to sit in my Lafuma chair, which I enjoy few things more. Your, so your what? Lafuma chair. What's that? Uh it's I don't know. Lafuma is the brand. The chair itself, it's like one of those kind of anti gravity cam- uh, camping type <laughs> chairs. It's it's the world's greatest camping chair. Let me just is put it, it that way. Is it one of those ones that has the has the connectors around the edge, and then it's kind of almost a trampoline effect. Yes, and it kind of okay. is a recliner in a weird way. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I could spend hours upon hours in my Lafuma chair, but it, it was. And you, and you probably do. And uh, yes, and I I do find that occasion. So yeah, it was it was super fun, and the weather was was just just right. It was perfect. Uh, Sadie and I put up our American flag in the morning. Uh, she was pretty into that. So yeah, it was fun. Good. Sounds sounds like a a good day for you. We hope all of our listeners had a wonderful time as uh, as they celebrated safely. So yeah. All right, we have a lot to do today. Will Snowden will join the show at the top of the four o'clock hour. Uh, coming up at the top of the five o'clock hour, Craig Bowlerjack makes his normal Tuesday appearance. We've got what's going on in the three o'clock hour. Am I part of what's going on today? 
Maybe. Okay. Oh, oh boy. I didn't put it on there, but maybe. I uh, I filled in for David James today with uh, with your boy PK. Oh, did you now? I did. I, I was unaware of that. Hmm? I would have uh, made a special well, effort to hear that. Thanks for listening. That that means a lot. Uh <laughs> it was fun. No, we th- we got to talk a lot of NBA this morning. Uh, a lot of stuff that I'm I'm eager to run by you as well. There was a lot of news over the weekend. Uh, I'm sure that you watched the golf. You know, PK watched every second of that golfing event. You better weekend. believe it, man. That was fantastic. It was I fun. loved it. I loved it. And I have a particular part that was my absolute favorite moment in the entire endeavor. So we'll get into that. I, I did, too. I, I thought it was very compelling uh, television and a little taste of sports, which was, uh, which was just great. And my, my favorite moment, and maybe someone has mentioned this, I don't know, but uh, my favorite moment is probably different than anybody else's from what happened. It was a very subtle thing that I couldn't have enjoyed more. All right. So we'll talk about that. Uh, as well. There, but there is a lot of NBA conversation to be had. In fact, uh, maybe we'll get things started with the split story of the day. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Sam Amick from The Athletic. Looks like they're headed for uh, sunny Florida, right? Yeah, most likely. I mean, Orlando's definitely the front runner in this thing. Seems to be on track to get the bid. They seem to be honing in on a one-city format as opposed to splitting it up. It does appear that the league's preference for sure is to do Orlando. It's a more controlled environment. It's private property where you can create kind of a medical bubble without having it necessarily feel like a medical bubble and maybe let people have a little bit of freedom without risking their health. So a lot for the league to get through here, but that's certainly the direction it seems to be going. All right, Gordon, there's been a lot that came out over the weekend as far as what an NBA return uh, would look like. And I want to get your thoughts on that. Plus, there there is a kind of a deadline looming at the end of this week on Friday. I thought David Locke came on with Hanson Scotty and laid this out very, very well, that David Stern really has to have his ducks in a row by Friday. Or David Silver. That's that's 90210, excuse me. Oh, David Stern. Uh, Adam Silver, pardon me, uh, has to have all his ducks in a row coming up uh, for the Board of Governors meeting on Friday. He certainly doesn't want to go into that meeting with a lot left up in the air. So we're seeing kind of leaked out what this rest of the season may actually look like. And I want to get your thoughts on Damian Lillard's, uh, his, his comments too. But let's start with, is there something, uh, a finish to the season, Gordon, that you're leaning towards? Well, I'm I'm really torn on it. I know that there is a pressure to get those 70 regular season games in. But the more I think about what's left of the regular season, the more I see danger signs to that. And I'm not sure that it's really worth it. Now, it's not my money that I would be missing out on if they don't hit that number. But I think if it were me, Jake, I would go straight to the playoffs. And I, I, I'm not I'm ba- I'm going back and forth, having an argument with myself, whether I like the mixing of the conferences and seeding one through 16 or whether I like the traditional idea of, of how to do it. But I, I think the sooner you get to the games that count, the better. I hear you. I um, 
And, uh, you know, some of the players may also agree with you, like like Damian Lillard, uh, at least to, to a certain extent. Um, what about kind of the the different playoff formats maybe like the did you did you see the pool play idea or having some sort of play in tournament to determine the the last couple of spots or do you think they should just cut it off with the 16 they have now and go for it uh, that's what i think i think okay. the latter i see arguments for the other stuff i mean that that play in tournament would be kind of kind of interesting to see how that would go but to me at this point in the season, with what's transpired, uh, I, I would go straight to the playoffs, Jake. That's what I would do. I, I understand uh, both sides of the discussion. And by the way, why don't you tell our listeners what Damian Lillard said? Because I, I found that most interesting as well. And, and, and I see his point of view. Um, it, it's, it gets back to that whole idea of what would teams do who really don't have a shot? at the playoffs and how would they go about that? And would that be a waste of everyone's time? Um, there are more, there are a lot of Damian uh, Lillard uh, comments out there because he, he spoke quite a bit to Yahoo sports, but I'll just read right here from the original report. Um, if the NBA resumes the 2019, 20 season by electing to play a handful of games with all teams, just to reach 70 games to fulfill regional television deals, Portland trailblazers star Damian Lillard knows his next move. Quote, if we come back and they're just like, we're adding a few games to finish the regular season and they're throwing us out there for meaningless games and we don't have a true opportunity to get into the playoffs, I'm going to be with my team because I'm part of the team. But I'm not going to be participating. I'm telling you that right now. And you can put that bleep in there, unquote, Lillard told Yahoo Sports. Um, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So, oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I, I've got tons of opinions on this. Finish uh -huh. what you were saying. Well, th this is the way I, I look at that. Uh, from a practical standpoint, I understand this point of view completely. But since Jerry Sloan's passing last week, I have, I have given his philosophies a lot of thought. And remember what he said about guys going out and putting it all out on the floor because the fans have uh, have deserve that kind of effort. Now, I understand that there wouldn't be a bunch of fans paying top dollar to get into these events, but they're still watching on TV, you know? And so that, I don't know, that kind of stick to has real merit. And as I thought about that over the weekend, I, I that that's what made me, wonder about what Damian Lillard is saying. On the other hand, if you just look at it from a practical standpoint, you understand where he's coming from saying, why should I go out and risk injury for something that isn't going to pay off for my team? Uh, okay, so here I, I have a few thoughts, and I, I agree with you on the, on the Coach Sloan front 100%. Um, if, if players are hesitant to participate because they are nervous about the about getting covid or the 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 way in which they can play safely you know by all means object and let's have that conversation uh, have it within union ranks or wherever you feel like would be would be most effective and uh, but that's not what we're talking about here we're talking about Damian Lillard saying he doesn't want to play in meaningless games well listen you're you're fortunate enough to have landed millions and millions of dollars already playing basketball. 
But why don't you think about other players here for a second and jump on board? Because the the goal of the NBA right now should be how to safely salvage as much revenue as possible. We know, Gordon, that they're going to lose 40% right off the top because there's going to be no gate at these games. So you've got to salvage every bit you can for the good of not just all the other players. Imagine if you're a bubble guy. George Niang isn't saying this. you know. And actually, George is beyond a, a bubble guy, I would say. But you get my point. Yeah. That Damien has the luxury to be able to have that opinion, and good for you. But think about others that are not so fortunate. And are you telling me that you can't tough it out for eight games for the greater good? Give me a break. And, and by the way, you play in games that don't matter – all the time. They're called preseason games. So buck so buck up, Buttercup. And for the good of everybody, whatever format they come up with, lace them up, dog. Well, and not only that, Jake, but what he is saying in any normal season renders every game for any team that is playing after they are eliminated from the playoffs as absolutely meaningless. Correct. 100%. And so you're, you're essentially condemning the whole NBA setup. Because this happens every year. It does. You're right. So should the in a normal year, if you were, say, the Warriors, last in the league, just, just – they're actually – the Warriors were the only team officially eliminated from the playoffs when all this happened, Gordon. So in the normal circumstances, are you telling us that, well, season's over, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Have a nice off season. That's essentially what he's saying. It is the what regu- he's saying. Regular season games don't matter, or at least some of them don't. Yep, I agree. I mean, that's a Come that's on. a bad message to send about your product. Yeah, I I completely uh, I completely agree. And there, I'm not sure. You know, Damien's a smart guy, but I'm not sure he thought that through completely. I don't know. You know, I don't know. But that's not. I mean, that's not for the 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 good of everybody. And again, Damien, good for you. You have the luxury to throw your throw your weight around and uh and and threaten to not play that's great but you know think of think of others that that benefit or or rely on NBA basketball and these franchises uh, succeeding in some way shape or form yeah. i think that's important and and again you know if if we want to have the discussion about safety and, and about worried about the the coronavirus then it, let's have that discussion but if your issue is your games don't matter because you've been eliminated essentially from the playoffs come on get it together it, it, just get out there and make it happen, and let's see. Let's let's find our the best way through this thing as a collective, because that's what they got to do. You know, Jake. Another aspect of this whole thing is you got people all over this country who some have lost their jobs, some have been furloughed, yep. some have taken pay cuts in order to to keep keep whatever endeavor they're a part of afloat. You know, and so for. This kind of talk to come out is is unfortunate from a standpoint. It's certainly not a reflection of the country as a whole. Right. I, I think I think you have it in, in great perspective and it will not be a good look, nor do I think, you know, this language that Damien used would be strong enough to obstruct, you know, whatever the NBA wants to do. But you know, this I I'm with you. This is it is not a good look in the NBA. You know, unlike Major League Baseball, the NBA and the players have been getting along swimmingly throughout all of this. And that's going to come off as, as a really good thing with their fans. Whereas and we we had this discussion last week and we had the, the writer on from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution talking about uh, Tom Glavin. You know, if you let 
if you let this stuff mean, mean no Major League Baseball in this situation, not because of safety but because of revenue, I mean, the players are going to come off looking terrible, terrible. And the same goes for the NBA. And Damian Lillard's objections are, my games don't matter? It's like, all right, dude, you got to get over that real quick. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and I'm a little surprised because uh, Dame is a, is, a, is a thoughtful guy. Who, who? I'm not. I just don't know whether he's completely considered all angles to this thing before he was asked about it, because those are important things. Yeah, and those are important symbols to, and signals to send your your customers out there. And as you mentioned earlier, Jake, we're talking about a man who has been greatly blessed, not only by his own efforts, but by the opportunity that the game he has pursued and the game he plays. Uh, has, has has afforded him those those great benefits. Yep, one hundred percent. Yeah, and and I love the way you started this conversation with the thought uh, about Jerry Sloan and you know people supporting the NBA and supporting his team and, and doing so uh, you know financially and through other methods and that you you know owe is such a strong word but you you owe it to them to go out there and and play hard and, and play right and respect the game and uh, I think that was a perfect place to to start this conversation because right now the game is in need. And it's unique circumstances. I got you, but the the game has been altered in a way that's never that we've never seen before, and it needs the cooperation of everybody to overcome that. And that that is a good message, you know. And those kinds of things. And I know we talked a lot about Jerry uh, on Friday, but I think to some extent. Tell me if this sounds too Pollyannish or too preachy. But at some point in your life, you've got to decide who and what you are and what you stand for. And these are the kinds of things I've been thinking about in reflecting on uh, what Jerry Sloan did. Now, I didn't always agree with every decision Jerry made as far as his tactics on the floor. And even though I knew that he knew more about basketball than I ever have, for sure, by a long shot. But I had such respect for the way he approached his profession. The way he went around his went about his business, the way he took on that responsibility, and the way he approached it, to do everything he could to do a good job, and that's the stuff he learned as a kid, and it stayed with him, and you could see it. It was evident in his work ethic and in the things that he found important, and, th- and that's why. I don't care how much money you make or how much money you've already made. What, are you going to allow that to change you? You're going to allow that to make you think, uh, you know, I don't really have to give a full day's work. I don't really have to represent my company the way I should. I don't really have to, so I'm not going to. Well, if that's who you decide you want to be, then okay, I guess that's the way you're going to be. But I think there are better ways to be. And that was one of the legacies of Jerry. And that's something we can learn from. You know, we started this whole show by talking about remembering. Well, and especially remembering those who have gone before. Well, that's my memory of Jerry. That's one of my memories of Jerry. And that's something we can learn from. And maybe, and I don't want, I'm not, I don't know. I don't mean to preach directly at Damian Lillard. But that's... That's something that maybe 
he could consider, and I think he's smart enough to consider it. Uh, you know, why? I mean, I, I want to be like Jerry Sloan. That's what I want to be like. I want to approach my job in, in that honest effort way. And I want to do what's best. And not just according to what my background or history or success of the past has uh, enabled me to do. No, I don't want to look at it that way. And I think a lot of Americans are out there thinking of it in the same exact way that Jerry did. Good for them. You know, like Jerry is just not quite as lyrical as like Mike. Yeah, and it just I doesn't guess. quite fit like like Mike. What, what rhymes off the with tongue. what rhymes with Jerry? Very Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be very Jerry. You know that jingle though, that like Mike jingle that might be have been. Is that the catchiest jingle of all time? Yeah, it may be. And the guy who who came up with that, he said he was watching Jungle Book. And that song, isn't there a song, uh, I Want to Be Like, like You? Yeah, that's like right. You? Uh-huh. That's, that's sort of where that idea Is that where the inspiration from. was? I, I don't wow. know if that's apocryphal or whether that's true, but I read that somewhere. Yeah, that, uh, 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 that was really something. I, I don't want to be like Mike. I want to be very Jerry. Love it. It's, We've coined it. I like it. I like it a lot. And, and yeah, I mean, uh, it, uh, it was a good way to start out. I, I think you're totally right. All right, we'll get to uh, more of the big show coming up next. Don't forget our friend Will Snowden will be with us at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. And Bowler drops by. We'll get his thoughts on all of this at the top of the 5 o'clock hour, so stay tuned for that. want to remind you about Syringa Networks, home to complete business and telecom and IT solutions backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. We'll get Gordon's thoughts on the golf this weekend. Coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This may never start. We could fall apart. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Today's a total request uh, Tuesday. The theme today, songs or bands that mention memories, uh, I'm assuming in honor of Memorial Day, uh, brought to you by our friends at Live Nation. Check out what's going on uh, at LiveNationConcerts.com. Uh Gordon, do you know how many times uh, I called DJ and PK the big show today? Just once. Uh, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. I, I was pretty proud of myself, actually. Just once. Yeah. It happened once. That's it. By the way, I already sent a suggestion to Austin on uh, on Twitter. Got a request coming Austin's way on a total request Tuesday. I think it's a pretty good one myself. Uh, so okay. be thinking about what you want to hear over there, uh, Gordo. Um, okay. The golf. Gordon, you're, you tease this right off the top. Of the show, your most uh, what what uh, your favorite moment, the uh, the best yes. moment. How do you want to sum that up? <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 most enjoyable. I'll say it that way. Moment, and I had all kinds of observations off of what happened in the match. For instance, Phil Mickelson's golf thoughts are like particles swirling around in a super collider. Dude yeah. likes to talk. He does. His, he, it's what makes him a really great Twitter follow. 
he sends out a lot of tips and stuff and videos, and he's he's really into it. It's cool. He 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 is remarkable in that way, and it it could be almost overwhelming for somebody who doesn't really get all that stuff, like an amateur. And uh, <laughs> I found that that very interesting. Another observation: Tom Brady takes himself pretty seriously. He does. He's, he's well. He played yeah. like hot garbage. At one time in my life, I'm rooting for Tom Brady, and he plays like he's never played golf before. Although well, he, he holed out, I got it, and that was pretty awesome. I but know the rest yeah, of the round was, was cool. the rest of the round was rough. He is a guy whose golf swing is better than his game. Okay, I, I could see. I that. thought sure. it, I thought his golf swing. I'm not saying it's perfect, but his golf swing's pretty sweet. And he should be playing. And maybe he usually does. And I'll bet that could be the case. And I'm not saying that Tom Brady gets nervous, but this isn't his realm. So, you know, this is golf. This is somebody else's realm, you know. So he might have been nervous and uh, because he should have played better than he did with his golf swing, in my opinion. He probably was but, nervous. I'd be nervous. I mean, he's not a pro golfer. You right. know, that's he's making himself right. pretty vulnerable there, playing a sport that he's not a professional at in front of what turned out to be at the peak like six point three million people, which is awesome. Well, he he, you could tell, you could tell that he was just dis, really disappointed in the way he was playing, and it was getting to him a little bit. He takes himself seriously. That's a man that takes himself seriously. Um, and well, and nothing, I mean, that's nothing wrong with that. He's also a practical joker and whatnot, so he probably has that other side that makes it. Uh, but we can all relate to that uh, on some level. Haven't you gone out and played? Oh, you go out and play a round of golf with just your buddies, you know, and you have an off day. It doesn't exactly put you in a happy mood. Yeah. I think. Uh, so it, it, he has 6.5 million people watching him smack. He was hitting it right all, all day long, you know. How many he balls was, did he, he lose? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It was a couple, wasn't it? Uh, I thought it was he, ten. He was it few. that many? He, <laughs> okay. It reminded me of Kevin Na a little bit there, you know, when he was uh, knocking it into the trees, into the woods, and, and you, he was not happy. Am I a bad person if that was my favorite part of the thing was watching him fail? Tom Brady fail? No, you're not. I bet a lot of people are, are there with you. What do you think of the format, he, Gordon? Oh, I like the format. Did you? I, 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 yeah, I like it. I think it's cool. It's too bad it was raining. That made it more difficult for everybody. But uh, beautiful golf course. But my and, and I have other observations as well. Peyton Manning, that's a pretty fun guy. And I know that you are. Is it you who doesn't like him? So yeah, I was you rooting. Think he was that good. I was rooting for him to fail. Yeah, but he he hit some nice shots. He played really and, well. He played really yeah. well. But, but he's retired. Favorite. Tom's not retired. Yes. Peyton probably does yeah. nothing but play golf. Pey- Peyton Man has been playing a lot of golf. You can you can see that. But my favorite moment, and I wish I could remember it better, because I realized it right at the end. But I don't even know what hole it was on. But at one point, I believe it was Peyton <laughs> instructed Tiger Woods. To go pull the flag. Now, I don't know how many people do that to Tiger Woods. Probably not many. And he probably hasn't been told to go do that 
in a long, long time. But Peyton Manning instructing Tiger to go pull that flag so that he could putt. I loved it. Because nobody says that to Tiger Woods. Hey, Tiger, go pull that uh, pull the stick for me, will you? Is that why you gave me such a, a dirty look when I asked you to do the same thing last time we played go? How <laughs> how dare you? I am who Gordon. Says, I am Gordon Monson. I wrote for the and, LA and, and, Times. And, and Tiger Tiger was over on the other side. He had, he had to walk all the way over to go get it. And I just thought, oh, this is nobody does that to Tiger Woods. I mean, that was great. I know the audacity <laughs> of Peyton Manning. And, I mean, and but 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 that was the spirit of it, you know. It was kind of like four guys, all of them legends in their own realms, you know, <laughs> out there playing golf together, relaxing, telling Tiger, "Hey, Tiger, go get this, go get the flag." And while you're there, will you, uh, will you know, uh, clean off my club for me? Will you? Nobody does that to Tiger Woods. I don't care what kind of legend you are. But, uh, yeah, I, I like the format. It was extremely entertaining. I like the commentary that was going on. I even like – I usually don't like the, 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 uh, the tweets when they, when they do that and they show all that stuff. I think it's kind of a waste of time. But I love the stuff coming in from all kinds of people from all over the place. Yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I, I thought it was a great idea, and the timing of it was perfect. Yeah, for work, worked out really well. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of people enjoyed that very much. Yeah, I wish I the weather was better. I'm with you there, but yeah, I didn't care. I didn't care who won. I wasn't rooting one way or the other. Uh, I was. I, 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 I do have a. Okay, so you were rooting against Tiger and uh, oh, and I, uh, Peyton always, and I mean always root against Peyton Manning. I don't think I've never rooted for Tom Brady in my life until this weekend. And he goes what's out your, there what's and your problem? plays what's your problem like a with, sack of garbage. What? What's your problem? What's your problem with pay dirt? With Peyton? Pay dirt. Pay dirt. So oh, yeah, I him. gotcha. Uh, is, uh, he got way too much credit. That was my problem with Peyton. <laughs> Jeez, you way are too, an angry way, man. Way you too, are an angry way man. Way too much credit. What is, Jake, I want you to go home and look yourself in the mirror and say, what is wrong with you? You're still holding something like that against a man who's been retired and now is playing golf? His brother's better than he is. Uh, I love that comment. Who said that Eli would have made that? Uh, I think, but didn't, was it Phil who said that? I can't remember. I saw <laughs> I think, that. I, I think it was. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was too. <laughs> oh, those guys, all those guys are pretty clever. Uh, and uh, one thing in watching that with various uh, female members of my family, uh, they think Tom Brady's a handsome man. That's nice for them. What do you think? Oh, I, yeah, I have no problem saying, yeah, Tom Brady's a handsome man. Look good in that golf cap. All right. Know. I knew the joke was going to come in about the deflating the uh, the golf ball. I, I, I knew that was just a matter of time before that came in. But I, Tom Brady, Tom Brady's game is better than he played. I, 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 I can almost guarantee that from watching his golf swing. Uh, he was angry. He didn't really want to show it, but it did seep through. In, in a way that kind of took a little bit of the fun out of it. Although when he when he hold that 150-yard shot, whatever it was. Um, by the way, do you see the size of the divot he took when he hit that thing? And if he hadn't done that, it probably wouldn't have spun 
off to the right the way it did straight into the hole. But with Charles Barkley in his ear, giving him all kinds of garbage, and then he hits a shot like that, he answers with that. Holy cow. All right. We'll have more Big Show straight ahead. I do agree with you about interesting to hear those guys mic'd up. They should do that way, way more. It would make, yeah. it would make golf a much better television product. Jake, I, I, want you to, I want you to think about this. What, who would you like to see matched up in, in subsequent matches? Austin Horton and Jake Hatch. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm toast. Yeah, Hatch is a pretty good golfer. Jake he? Hatch's dad makes golf clubs for a living. That's he a good does? point. Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm toast. I thought his dad worked at BYU in some way, shape, or form. He does two things. I see. One one, one pays for him to do the other. I see see how that works. Jake Hatch's dad makes golf clubs? If I'm not mistaken, yeah. I should be nicer to Hatch. So what what kind of golf game does Jake have? Jake plays a lot of golf. He's probably pretty good. He probably is pretty good. So who would would be a more uh, apt foe for Austin then? Well, if we we were— I like it. Uh, I'd like to uh, see Hanson Austin. Uh, I've never seen Austin play golf, so I don't know. You win. It's not pretty. <laughs> I bet it's effective. I bet it's better than Tom Brady. <laughs> would Austin be? Would you be the Tom Brady of the foursome? Yeah. Hmm. But I still think I could beat Tom Brady. We'll have more big show coming up next. Stay tuned. Ninety-seven-five and twelve-eighty. The zone. goes out to Gordon on a total request <laughs> Tuesday. Songs uh, or bands that have to do with memory in honor of Memorial Day. What's the deal, Gordon? You like this song? No, it's kind of a joke, but uh, it's a pretty sappy song. From the movie The Way We Were, what year did the movie, I, I don't know if you know Jake, but Austin probably knows because he knows everything, what year the movie The Way We Were came out. That 74. By the way, the that's part- also the name of the song that you requested and the reason that uh, Austin couldn't find the right song is because it's not called Memories. Uh, no, yeah, no, this is called Memory. Right, this song. But this is but the, there's the one also he a song by Barbara Streisand called The Way We Were right. from the movie The Way We Were. Yeah, right. I think that's probably that's the what one he's I was looking for. for. But this song yeah. is from Cats. Yeah, but that's not the one I was asking for. I was asking for the one from The Way We Were. There you go. Which so always, is, that song always <laughs> reminds me of The Naked Gun. Cause that's yeah, what, this isn't the song. This is, this is Memory by Barbara Streisand. Uh, which is uh, what said, Gordon requested. But I he didn't, what you he didn't know on, the name on, of the song that he here. requested. I said the one from the movie The Way We Were. You said Memory from by Barbara Streisand <laughs> from the movie The Way We uh, Were. But there uh, is no you, song. You, you weren't listening to what I was saying. I said... I want. I thought it was memory from the movie The Way We Were, but I wasn't sure. And I said this: I'm not sure that that's the title of the song. I said, "Go to the movie The Way We Were," and that's the one. Well, and you're playing. They're both old and boring. Here so. we are on Utah Sports Radio arguing over crappy Barbara Streisand songs. <laughs> play the right. <laughs> play play the right one. No, that's all I'm asking. I'll play, play it when right you one. listen to what I'm saying. I'll listen to what you're saying. <laughs> 
Austin, Go to break. Austin, you were technically correct. Gordon, you didn't know the no, name of the song. No, no. It was Memory by Barbara Streisand. And I it's said from that. the way we were. I said, no, I, I think that's from that. Cats. No, nope, it no. was in the way we were. I said I, <laughs> I wasn't I think it's sure. from Cats. Nope, it's from the way we were. Austin, see, this is, this is the problem. Austin has selective memory because I did say I didn't know the name of the song. Right? But you gave me right. two songs and two movies and one I artist I, that sings I, I both. Did, I, I didn't bring up the one from And Cash. the theme is you, about you memories. That one up. And this I song wanted, is called Memory. I wanted the <laughs> What the hell? <laughs> I see your confusion, but you didn't listen to me. I don't know if Austin's you, the confused one here. He got, it, he got it right. He but got what you requested. No. He nailed it, Jake, in fact. Jake, you didn't hear the conversation. I said. You win. I said, I think it's memory from the movie The Way We Were by Barbara Streisand. And I said, but I'm not sure that's the name of the song. And also he went memory by Barbara Streisand. He went and he found the one. He said, this one's from Cats. And I said, no, that's not the one. The one I want is from the movie The Way We Were. But then you gave me the lyrics. And the lyrics are from the song Memory. No, no, it's not. I'm looking at them. That lyric comes straight from The Way We Were. I, I'm going to quit. This is my final day. <laughs> this go, is your go. line in the sand. This is I, it. I, I will bet you. This is Austin. unbelievable. I will bet you. And, and, We're rolling uh, on breaks from now on. I, I, I will. I will bet you at a uh, uh, one of the one of our things. Ten thousand dollars. No. Well, okay. I'll bet All you right. that too. I win. You, you want to bet that? Can you prove it? Well, I'll look up the lyrics right now. But you can't prove what you told me in the break. You just said that the lyric I gave you came from the song Memory. And it I is. Said, no. Okay. All right. This, this is, is counterproductive. This, this is point. one of our dumber arguments, yeah. Yeah. This, this, but that's what guys do, right? We sit around and we argue over the way we were. I will not have my we name were. besmirched well, over the grand yentl Barbara Streisand. It needs to be besmirched over this one because you only heard part listen, of it. Listen, co-worker. You go write a listen. column. You gotta listen to the whole thing, not just part of it. They we're, both suck we're terribly. Ar- who would they do at that? And yeah, we're arguing over the play cats. I mean, a song. For no, cats. we're not. I no. messed up the song I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> well, they get Sheesh. the title right. That's not Austin's I fault. I said memory I by Barbara Streisand from the movie The Way We and Were. And you do have a Google machine right in front of you. I did Google it. No, I'm telling Gordon. Oh, Gordon, Gordon could have no. easily Googled the name of the song. Well, it came up in the course of conversation. I didn't. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you. I this mean, one's on me, fellas. Oh, I'll take this, this one. This was the world's dumbest segment. I'll never, I'll never get to Barbara Streisand request wrong again because I'm not okay, taking them. Okay, all right. I have the lyrics of the way we were in front of me, and it says, Memories like the corners of my mind, which is exactly what I said to you. Austin disagrees. Austin, that is not what you said. You said "Memory" by Barbara Streisand from the movie "The Way We Were." Austin, and those are two different things. Now you're now you're ticking me off (laughs) because later on I said it has the lyric in it, "Memories like the corners of my mind." I said that could you have lyric from the song? Could you have been said? I didn't know the title. Of the of the song, could I you said, have possibly been saying that while I was, I don't know, producing the show? <laughs> that could be possible. Good gosh! <laughs> good good non curse there. Austin. Well, it was during it was during the break. I'm editing commercials. <laughs> Looking up Barbara Streisand songs. Dump. <laughs>
Uh, I don't think you had to dump that. You would have been okay. My mom listened. No, well, that's fair. This right. is unbelievable that this is what I'm doing with I my do, life. I agree. <laughs> this is where your career's brought you. Go deliver Amazon tomorrow. <laughs> Uh, coming co-worker up, coming up next we've got what's going <laughs> next on time, play play the right song no. next time austin no sheesh barbara streisand is hereby excommunicated from the big show. well see that's what you're missing too gordon see, is that he did play the right song you requested uh, no, no, the wrong song one more one more thing one more thing i said i don't know the name of the song I said, I think it's it's about memories. I said, I don't know if that's the title of the song. I said that. I said it's from the movie The Way We Were, and I said it had that lyric in it. I'm memories 35. Light, light I don't know the way mind. we were. I don't know, I know these I, movies. I don't know, I know anything before 1985, I, sir. <laughs> I know, but I said Get all with that. 2020 with your requests, huh? <laughs> At least right. Jake gave me Skid Row. They've made a song in the last 20 years. You didn't know that song either. All right. But they up, are real. Coming up next. <laughs> what's going on? We're gonna do, I'm so happy that, this that is Gordon a bad is memory. I'm so glad Gordon is not here because things have, have gotten heated. We will we will cool things off during the break. Stay tuned. 97.5 right and 1280 Jeez. the zone.